0: Hello and welcome to Rike's Expat Podcast. This is podcast number 009 and today we're going to take a quick overview on the positives about why you should get married and why you should stay single. This is a really broad subject, and there's no way that I could even go into detail on everything relevant in just 30 minutes. So what I'm going to do is just kind of cover the, the major positives. I'm going to try to focus on the positive arguments for why a person should get married and why they should stay single. What I'd like to keep in mind as I'm talking about this is keeping this in the context of living abroad. Now, some of the things I'm going to bring up, they apply anywhere, whether it's in your hometown or you're going to be traveling or not. But the the perspective that I'm coming at this from is one of considering the positives about getting married while as, as an expat living abroad and staying single as an expat living abroad. So that's the context that we're going to be using as we look at this today. I'll begin with the positive reasons for why an expat would want to consider getting married. There's quite a few and they're, they're pretty, pretty big ones, pretty substantial, good arguments. I'll, I'll begin with the biggest one. I, I just got a very sad update two days ago about a man who was living, an expat, who was living here in Dumaguete and had basically with time succumbed to dementia. Prior to that, he was a very lucid individual and able to take care of himself. And he was, uh, I believe he was in his late 60s, maybe early 70s. And as time went on, I don't know what his medical condition was. The one that first comes to mind is something like Alzheimer's. But whatever his condition was, he eventually was not as mentally lucid as he should be and he began forgetting things forgetting where he lived eventually it got worse and worse to where he he forgot even his own pin code to his ATM couldn't access his money ended up wandering the streets uh, he was eventually taken in by a Filipina and uh, in a little shanty area here by the bridge and and this was This was happening over the course of the last eight months, and various expats did try to pitch in and help him out and help him out financially. In fact, I think he ended up in Cebu because they were trying to get him to the and they did I believe take him to the consulate there in Cebu somehow he ended up on his own on the streets again in Cebu. And and I got word a few days ago that he passed away due to malnourishment, starvation. And that was a very sad ending for this guy. Now, it doesn't matter whether it's inevitable. At some point, if your mind doesn't go out, then your body will. And at some point, we're all going to face the day when... Our bodies just can't get us around. We don't even have the strength to ride on a scooter if somebody else is driving it. We're not, our reflexes are not what they need to be to be driving even a four wheeled vehicle down the road. We're gonna, we're gonna reach a point where we need someone in our life that we can trust. Somebody that can take care of us, somebody that can go pick up our medicines, somebody that can make sure we're eating properly, somebody that can help us even do the simple things such as bathing. And and that's a very strong argument. It's the first one that comes to mind as to why an expat would consider getting married as he decides to relocate to another country. And this is the path that that many expats take. I would, I would pro, I would say, safely say that the majority of expats, uh, are considering that at some point they will get married. Some have, have made the decision they're gonna get married so, so quickly before they even got off the plane that by the time they do get off the plane, they end up being in too big of a hurry to get married and marry the wrong person. And I've discussed, uh, previously the, the pitfalls of, of rushing and and trusting somebody too soon so the idea of having someone you can trust in order to take care of you is a very big reason for getting married Now another reason to consider for getting married and and a a motivation that many men have is companionship a lot of men do not want to have to bounce around from one girl to the next they actually do not want that what they want is one committed relationship that they can invest in, somebody that they can put their heart and soul into and see them grow with them and and have that long relationship. They may even want a family. They may want to start a new family or adopt the kids that she has. That whole companionship, whether it's the companionship of a wife or the companionship of, of a family, of having kids, of, of having even in-laws, just being part of a network. Going to another country, you're usually leaving behind your own family network. Most men will consider, well, I should, I should really be part of a a network in this new country, whether it's the Philippines or anywhere else. I should, I should have people I can count on, people that I, I can, that can keep me company. And so there's a big argument there that there's a human need for companionship with most people. Now, there's probably a few people who are truly, truly hermits who really want to avoid uh, any contact or developed relationships with other people, but that's a very small minority. For the most part, uh, most, most people want to have a committed relationship. They want to have companionship. That they can, that they can just invest in over the years. The other reason is kind of tied into a sense of purpose. Many men really don't have a, a specific passion or purpose to what they're doing. And that's okay. That not everybody is an artist or a writer or a musician or, or even driven to do charity work or, or whatever. And that's fine. What a lot of men do want to have, though, as their their purpose is, is tied to marriage. Because in marriage, they find that it's not about what they get out of it. It's what they can invest themselves into, into raising children, into taking care of, of the wife, um, handling all the responsibilities. That's something that they want to do. When I talked about four different types of lifestyles for expats in a video before, many men said that they weren't coming here to, to write a book. They weren't coming here to look for waterfalls. They were here, they were here or coming here because they wanted to have just a solid relationship, a solid family, to be a family guy. To just wake up, be with the kids, send them off to school, go to their functions. That was their purpose. That was their their reason for motivating them into the next phase or next chapter of their life. So there's a lot of healthy reasons why a person would want to strongly consider getting married. Statistically, polls in the United States have shown that married men tend to live longer than single men so there's that to consider too is it because less stress is it because they're eating a regular diet i know that when i am in a relationship i tend to eat even if i'm not hungry simply because it's lunchtime or dinner time, and the person that i'm with needs to eat so i'll eat because they're eating or i'll eat because they cooked when i'm single i, I eat when i remember or i eat when i notice that i'm hungry and and that's very erratic I may wake up and snack on some toast and get gone with my day and I may forget to eat until 5 p.m. and then I'll eat something and then I may not eat again until 2 o'clock in the morning it's it's a very erratic diet schedule that I have when I'm just by myself so being married has has some some good arguments for it you also find yourself in a larger network when you're married you end up hanging out with married people You end up getting to know their families. Your whole network is compounded exponentially by the the number of other men that you know and the other women that your wife will know who are also married, people that you end up hanging out with and barbecuing with and and going on weekend trips with or whatever. So there's a lot of positive social uh, motivational reasons for getting married. Now, all that being said, I want to now go into some of the positive reasons why you may want to just stay single. Now, there are plenty of guys, not a lot, you know, as far as percentage goes, but there are a lot of guys in number that I know who do not want to get married, and they're totally okay with it. Their their reasons have nothing to do with not liking women. They love women every bit as much as any other man does. They, they have no problem with the institution of marriage. They're happy for their married friends, but marriage is not something that they want for themselves. And I've, I've spoken in depth over and over and over with these guys because it, it really fascinated me because I've always been the type that I felt in order to truly fulfill my potential, I needed to be married. And it's been a, a, a kind of a long slow revelation for me over the last year to realize that that it's not marriage is not the only option that it's not uh, being single is not something that needs to be fixed and there are some positive reasons behind why you would want to to be single and stay single one is a matter of you're in a better position to protect your assets once you get married you're pretty much going to make all your assets available to the family in order to take care of them and essentially do whatever it takes to cover all the medical expenses, the living expenses, the future nest egg issues, investments in a house. All of those decisions will be dictated for you because you're hopefully going to do what's best for the family. Now, when you're a single guy, you really only have yourself to really take care of. So any decisions about your money can all be based on just, well, what is best for your situation? So if you even want to buy a house, that decision is purely up to you because you really don't need a house the way you would need a house if you were married. You could just forego the whole idea of of buying a house as a single man. You could decide... I'm perfectly okay with a one- or two-bedroom condo. And that would be fine because you're the only person you have to consult with. So if what you want is a one-bedroom condo in the middle of uh, Cebu or wherever, Thailand, any place, well then, as long as you're happy with the condo, you sign sign the contract, and there you go. And the there's not going to be a point where children are going to not have a place to play and your wife is going to feel cabin fever and and it's going to seem too small. Essentially, if you're happy with it, you're happy with it. And not just living spaces, but everything. If you want to, in fact, I'll just kind of segue here into the next thing, next positive thing about remaining single is your freedom. You decide how you want to spend your time and your money regarding your freedom. If you want to just wake up one morning and say to yourself, you know, I'd really like to go spend two weeks on Palawan. Well, in the amount of time it takes you to put together some luggage and stop by the mall to get some tickets, you're on your way. There is no pre-consultation, there is no setting things up in advance, there's there's none of that. There's no figuring out, how, you know, can the kids miss out on some school, is anybody sick, does anybody get travel sickness? It's just It's just you. So you have this freedom to essentially pick up and go where you want to go and come back when you feel like coming back. You're, you're not gonna, you, since you're not in a committed relationship, you're not answering to anyone. So whether you even tell yourself, I'm gonna go to Palawan for, for a month. And then you get to Palawan and maybe seven days later you decide, eh, you know, I've had enough of this. I think I'll go bounce over to Boracay. You you can, you can essentially make up the plan on the fly as you wish because the only person you have to consult with is yourself and this ties into your money you don't have to worry about expenses for moving four to five people around you really only have to just transport yourself and if you get to a city and it turns out that and this does happen even though you had a reservation, the entire hotel is completely booked and they don't have a room for you. Well if it turns out that you have to just kind of make do with some rinky dink little room that's not quite as nice until the next night when you can get into the nicer hotel, well then you only have yourself to, to kinda of go, eh, you know, I can put up with this for the night. But when you have a whole family, well then you're you're kinda of, you're kinda of hoping that you can you can provide them with something a little better. And you may end up even with a wife who's like, well, gee, this is not so nice. And oh, my God. And, uh, you know, so you have less baggage to deal with. And that leads me into the next positive thing. Your life is less complicated as a single man. Again, you don't have to confer with anyone else. You don't have to make anyone else comfortable. You can essentially just confer with yourself. If something makes you happy or keeps you comfortable, then you can just do it. You don't have to... I'm not saying all men go and ask their wife for permission on everything, but most men, for instance, if they were thinking about, um, oh... Anything, I don't know, I'll, I'll pick something really goofy. Uh, something like, say he was thinking about putting a, a disco ball light on the back patio, just because it would be a goofy idea for Christmas or something. He can just do it. You know, like, like one time uh, when I was single, I was in the hardware store, and I saw these Christmas lights that were shaped like like chilies, like chili peppers, and you string them up and they light up. And I thought, oh, that's a cool idea. So I strung those up in my window for Christmas, now, they looked really goofy, and, and they were just kind of fun, but I didn't have to worry about another person in the house, a wife or a girlfriend, saying, oh, my God, that looks tacky, or, oh, my gosh, you're not going to really leave that up after Christmas, are you? I could just put it up there and take it down when I feel like it. So uh, you can just do things that, that make you happy or just, just because you want to. So there's less complication overall when you're single. Now, I will look at a few downsides. Now, a few downsides, just to be fair, we'll start again with being married. One of the downsides, and and you may not even see this as a downside, is that you'll be taking on a lot of responsibility. You'll be taking on the responsibility for a wife and, let's say, at least one child. Uh, Maybe she's got two children or you have three, whatever. But you're going to be taking on the responsibility for an entire family, their health, their future, all their needs that's something that many men will gladly take on and that's great that's good but it is part of the package is that you are responsible for this this family that you're leading you know you're you're the man you're the head of the house you're it's your job to make everything function so you are taking on a financial responsibility, a moral responsibility, a caretaking responsibility for the future of of all these people involved in this, in this, this marriage. Now, uh, as far as one of the negatives of remaining single all your life is that when the day comes that your body does start going out on you, you're going to need somebody that you can trust. You can always find somebody online or through a job agency or at the colleges, you can always find somebody who will come and be a caretaker for you, who will give you your meds. And and that's where I've talked to the single guys, and I asked them this question, and that's what they told me, was they said, well, when I get to that point, I'll go to the colleges or whatever, and I'll get a, a nursing student and pay her well enough that she comes by and bathes me and brings my meds and stocks my fridge and cleans the house. And that is a viable, workable plan. However, I do know several guys who did this and ended up with the caretaker swiping their ATM numbers and taking money out of the bank, stealing things from the house. And meanwhile, here's this guy, bedridden, who really can't do a whole lot about it other than tell her she's fired and maybe call the police to try and get her out of the house. So you're, you're a bit vulnerable. And this really came uh, to bear to mind on me recently that I I was really sick for about two days. Just massive headaches, massive body aches, upset stomach. I don't know what it was, but it was a a 48-hour thing that that I am just so glad is over. And during that time that I was laying there all sick and everything, I thought to myself, wow, I would not want to have just arrived in a foreign country feeling like this too sick to even get on the bike and go to the pharmacy or get a checkup with the doctor. Just laying here feeling horrible, feeling like I'm ready to die and not have somebody I could count on to go get my meds and to make me some soup and to make me comfortable and it's, it's, it's a very harsh reality. But again, it's something that can be dealt with. You can look for good help and hopefully find good, reliable help and pay them well to take care of you in those, in those last years. So there are just some of the uh, positives and a few negatives about things to consider when it comes to remaining single the rest of your life or deciding to get married. I'm not saying that, that one is better than the other. It's a matter of preference. Some people want to get married. Some people want to stay single. Either one is fine. But I really think that if it will help a person if they think it through ahead of time and really decide for themselves what it is they want. Because if what they think they want or they think what's expected of them is that they should get married, but after getting married, they realize, well, you know... I really didn't want all this responsibility, and this is costing me more than I thought it would. Well, it's kind of late to have those thoughts after you've already gotten married. Much better to think this all out in advance. So, that's just uh, my little topic for this week, and I look forward to your comments at the bottom of the page, and we'll discuss it more there. See you then. Bye-bye.